Yo, this is El Capitan. Uh, this is Brian, you know, fucking Brian, dude, podcast guy. Uh, this is episode 30. Um, yeah, episode 30. Invite your neighbors. Fuck yeah. Uh, I had tequila deer. Not tequila deer. It's actually much dumber than that. And that is in the words of the band. So I don't even feel bad saying it. Um, but they tell the story about how they got the name Tequila Deer, which I think is actually really funny. It's a good story. Um, and so Ty, the drummer, um, not Ty the singer, but Ty the drummer, uh, started Church Street Booking. Um, so, and they have the Great Pumpkin Fest, which is their three-year birthday show coming up at Planet Anna on October 5th. Either the 5th or the 6th, look it up. Um, and that's going to be a banger. The lineup is stacked. Go check it out um, on Church Street Bookings pages, on uh, Instagrams and Twitters and Snapgrams and FaceTime and whatever you use. It's a dad. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, also listen to the beginning of the podcast, Tequila Deer Singer Tyler. Or Tyler, whatever the fuck. There's too many ties. Pick a name, you know? Pick a different name if you're going to be in a band. Everyone have different names. But, uh, yeah, he plays a song. He's fucking good. I, I really like his voice. Um, so there's that. So, yeah, again, stick around, listen to the episode, rate, review, subscribe, follow on Spotify, um, love thy neighbor, invite thy neighbor, and hey, thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Tyler from Tyler Mitchell from Tequila here. This is Breathe Right. Just go? Yeah. Okay.
Dope, dude. Ah. That's so weird acoustic, though. Right? Dude, I was, I mean, I never heard any of you guys' music. I thought that was rad. I thought that was fucking rad. I like your voice a lot. You do a, you do a lot with it. You move around with it a lot. All right, let me, uh, I'm going to pause this real quick so that I can get the mic resituated and everything and uh, just wipe the tears from my eyes. But I'm always like, oh, I can't get a Mustang because this is short. Okay. We are back. From that non-commercial break, because podcast not popular enough to make money, so there's no commercials. If you know anybody who wants to pay me to do this, who wants me to advertise for them, I don't care if it's for their Chinese takeout, dude. I'll fucking say it. You could probably get some. I'll say their stuff. You could easily find someone in Ypsilanti to sponsor your podcast. I know. I feel like I could at this point. I could just show them the Home Depot. You're like I'm bringing so much revenue for you guys. Do you know the uh the Ipsy? There's like this Ipsy magazine or whatever. Here, I brought it home with me. It's like this shit. It's like this. No, I've not seen that. Before. It's like current or whatever. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's a bunch of Ipsy Ipsy living shit. I saw that at a uh, coffee shop. What is Ipsy living? I don't fucking know, dude. Like, <laughs> what is Ipsy living? Porch drinking. We have a great. Yeah, right. <laughs> we I got think, stuffed big burritos. I do think porch drinking is a national sport of Ipsilanti. <laughs> Jimmy John's porch drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, porch yeah, drinking as well. a sport. That and uh, people bumming cigarettes outside of Eagles. That's also a sport. <laughs> That's like a staple. Like if you come to Ipsilanti, people trying to bump beers up. You definitely need to go to Dom's. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely need to go to both corner stores right across from each other on Cross Street. Oh yeah, like those competing. Like there's the Eagle's Nest or whatever. Eagles and Tom's. Oh, and they're right across the street from each other, and they sell the same stuff. It's okay. Well, Eagle's also charges like a hundred percent profit. And Eagles, too, Eagles, Eagles shit, so it's not Tom's state minimum. To go shout out Eagles Tom's. is listening to this, or Tom's is listening to this. They should sponsor. Dude, Fuck the guy if, that owns Eagles. What? Dude, is. you're gonna get me kicked off the air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever speak ill of Tom? So, yeah. Are you guys all in tequila deer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tequila deer has been going a little bit longer than two years now. Um, but two years ago, it looked very different and sounded very different than it does today. Um, so Ty and I um, are the only remaining original uh, tequila deer. We had a, deer, we had a so different alias at one point. Yeah. So we started off back in um, 2016. 16? Yeah. Back in the fall of 2016 yeah. as the rooftops. Yeah. Uh, I was a freshman at Eastern and met Ty through a like mutual friend that I met through like marching band and smoking weed pretty much. Yeah. Um, and so Ty had uh, this project started at that point, had like a couple of demos recorded for it. And I think the night the night I met Ty, like we we're just like listening to, like demos in a Taco Bell parking lot or something. Oh, <laughs> Sweet. But uh yeah, so I uh we joined the band back then, me and my roommate uh joined the band back then and then eventually it uh like narrowed down to a three piece. But at the time, uh I had not played bass once before. And uh like we needed somebody to play bass, so it's like the classic like right. oh, August is such like switch over to bass um and i i still remember like the first night jamming and playing those songs the first time i literally picked up a bass uh and realizing like wait now that i only have four strings to worry about i can like move around and yeah oh yeah it's fucking great and, uh, that's like a really optimistic view of playing bass I feel oh like. i love i i i mean okay i think bass and guitar both have their own like uh benefits yeah like yeah. it is it's really i'll say like it's very difficult to like write from bass, or at least if i write a song i have to like show it to other people on guitar i want to as easily be able to like play through it on bass yeah but yeah i think that um there's like a lot of just like uh unexplored ground or not even unexplored ground but there's like a lot of room to kind of make it your own instrument and develop your own technique and stuff. oh yeah um for me playing bass just means playing a bigger guitar with four strings mm-hmm. i don't like i don't i play with a pick like i'm very melodic bass right player. right 
when I do play bass. Right. But it's fun. There's different, like, roles to it, too. Like, sometimes realizing, like, that it's more important to, like, step back and, like, play something that sort of serves, like, the, um, you know, entire song more that is, like, a bit more of a simple line there. Right. Um, But, I don't know, I just love the fact that it like opens up a lot of ground so we had for a while where we were playing as a four piece like our first couple of gigs and then our uh our guitarist at the time anthony had um some uh health issues and some family mm-hmm. stuff going on so he wasn't able to play shows with us but it was like a last second thing that we we're uh gonna be playing this show without him i was like we were driving out there and he's like i can't make it tonight um, oh okay so we're like crap like what are we gonna do we thought about just pulling off the show for a second but this is like also our third show as a band. Oh right. Um, so we're like, I guess we're just gonna do it as a three piece. And I realized like there's gonna be a lot of just room to fill, both musically and just like energy wise on yeah, stage. Yeah. And so I think that was like the first time where I kind of really like try to step up like the um You know the difference energy. between two guitars on stage than one guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely do because I'm literally one guitar and drums at the moment. Do you ever like, you oh, use oh, one? Yeah. Amp? yeah. Okay. But I have a bass player um, yeah. in the in the wings. Nice, nice, nice. That is is gonna be joining us soon, Kyle. Uh, Kyle Minch, he's one of the dudes that runs the Scheme 13 book. Oh, awesome. oh, I know Kyle. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, he wants to play bass. I'm yeah, like, awesome. dude, I'm not going to say no to that. For real, <laughs> I love yeah. y'all's sound. It sounds... Do you, uh, do you know Mineral? No, I mean, oh, I've heard of that. Uh, Spencer, okay. you, like, you expect me to go One thing, though, about Mineral. I, I love it. I love it because it sounds like a Mineral, but they are like... Oh, really? A little I'll bit, check a little it out bit. Then. Anything, anything that sounds kind of like mineral, I'm like, this is the best shit in the world. Um, but <laughs> you even got a oh my gosh, track too. they are definitely like the biggest inspiration for me, <clears throat> or at least currently, <clears throat> in the last couple of years, because they're <clears throat> kind of like the cringy man. Like the, I feel like the most people only know mineral is like uh, from the copy pasta. Like, I don't know mineral copy pasta if they know them at all. <laughs> but just like this, like that <clears throat> band. Um, oh, okay. But what I love about them is that they like hit on. I love any music that you can really just like lose yourself in, you know. Yeah, um, that's yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of the goal with me too, with music in general, uh, is just to kind of like try and put something out there that somebody could sort of connect with, and I don't know whether it's like an escape from like their shitty life or whether it's just something that they're able to like relate to. Yeah. Um, like. Well, for I, me, it's like I hope that they could relate with something I write. And- because I don't want them to start thinking about what it means to me. Oh yeah, because like, they're trying to hide the meaning of it. Not not necessarily trying to hide it, but I would hope that like maybe the meaning or the or like it's emotionally powerful enough that people connect with it in their own way, rather than it being like it falling short. Because mm-hmm. when it falls short and people and it's not connecting with people, then I feel like people can be more analytical and they're looking at something because they're not attached to it. And now they're looking at it for what it is to the the artist rather than what it is to them. Right. See, and that's then it's more question, vulnerable. Though, yeah. is that, uh, like, is art for the artist or is it for the audience? It's 50-50. It's got to be a little bit both. I took this, stu- there was this class uh, yeah. back when I was at Eastern Michigan. Like, there was some class that I took to knock out some credit requirement, but it was like a philosophy of art class. And all it was was a semester of talking yeah. about basically that question, right? Um but also this professor was like classic philosophy professor and that I think he like, he drove, he drove in from Windsor to Ypsilanti every day to teach his classes. And I think that oh, he man. probably planned his entire class in that drive and never thought about it <laughs> one other time. Cause he would talk about the same shit over and over again. And I think we talked about, uh, like Duchamp's fountain, which is this thing where they had a, a urinal, uh, or this guy took a urinal basically and turned it sideways and signed it as a piece of art. And, like, that was oh, really? literally brought up every single... Because, like, the idea is, like, <laughs> oh, like, is that art? You can call that art? Yeah. That's, like, a lot of contemporary art makes me think of. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, uh, have you heard about the uh, classic, like, someone left a shoe in an art gallery and they weren't sure whether it's, like, an oh, art Oh, dude, yeah. Or, I went but, to this art gallery at Cranbrook this summer and, like literally part of the exhibit was this dude fucking sleeping <laughs> like in the room yeah, but i'm like oh this is the art some guy is sleeping it all like, ties back to the always sunny right. episode yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah terrible derivative where everything's poop in there first i'm going to destroy your gallery <laughs> i fucking love frank oh, dude. that show is amazing 
but awful at the same time. I love it in all ways. <laughs> in all ways, dude. Uh, but, um, okay, so that's the... How did you... When did you make the change from rooftops to, like... Yeah, so we played here? probably... I think we played, like, two shows as rooftops. Like, two we took three, some time, kind of, because... We did the Blind Pig show one. Right, and it definitely took some time to, like, rooftops. get a set together, you know? When you first sort of start a band, like... I think that's always, like, the first goal, right, is get yourself to the point where you have, like, a live set together. So we yeah. took, like, yep. and we it was, this was also through, like, out the school year and stuff. Um, so it was, like, probably, you know, like, we took that spring and summer as the rooftops kind of, like, getting to the point where we were ready to, like, start playing shows and stuff. And then pretty shortly after we started actually playing shows and getting ourselves out there, we changed the name over. Um, but it was... Uh, we felt like the rooftops was just the most basic name in the world. I've always liked the idea of having a band name with the like the the something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like. I don't mind the rooftops honestly because yeah. it, it's simple, but it's cool. There like, was just like five hundred other the rooftops or that rooftops. makes sense though. There was some yeah. band yeah. called Rooftop. Or it's good enough rooftops. to where it's like other people have had the thought. Yeah, and yeah. Well, it got. It was also like I remember getting a message from some lady. There was some band called Roof, either Rooftop or Rooftops plural, and it was I like think, yeah, uh, it was rooftops. They were they were like had some uh, what of a following, you know? And yeah. So it was like some lady messaged our page on Facebook, and we had like ten likes, like. Oh, my husband loves your record. Can we please get a physical version of it signed to our house? And I'm like, this is not, yeah. not the right rooftops. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know, we just, felt, we just felt like that was like a really kind of basic name, honestly. I can't, and so we decided, we were like, all right, by the end of the summer, a name's just going to come to us. Like, we just got to let this naturally happen, and the right name. I would think about, like, all the stories of how, like, all my favorite bands found their band names, yeah. you know? And I'm like, oh, it's going to be, like, MCR. I'm going to find, like, a book in the library with the perfect band name on it or something. Yeah. But, uh, and so we're like, by, well, we'll take the summer. Uh, I was going off to do a canoe guiding job at Canada, in Canada, all summer anyways that year. So it was like, we had some time apart to sort of, like, think about stuff. And we were like, we'll just let the right name write some more music. Um, And we're like, we had, now at the time we had this like cardboard deer uh, that um, was hung on the wall uh, in like Ty's apartment. And it was like right across from campus. So it was like the perfect like go get drunk on a college night. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so one night like this, it was like one of those like archery target deers, just as decoration. So it got torn down one night and everyone started uh, like running around the house with it chanting tequila deer tequila deer <laughs> and after that we named it the tequila deer and threw a bunch of like band logos all over it and it was like our mascot but we yeah. were still the rooftops but it was always just the mascot was tequila deer and so we're like that's right. pretty funny actually oh uh, it was I like, it, oh, the more complicated it is the more I like it I uh-huh. feel like. so we, we like tamped <laughs> that on the drum kit and stuff at shows and uh, <laughs> it, we were like alright if we don't have a name just naturally come to us by the end of the summer and like find something that sounds just right we're just going to say fuck it and call the band Tequila Deer. Yeah. And so, like, the end of the summer rolls around and we, like, made a, like, kind of, I remember getting together. The EP and, like, was We made a ready. list of band names and none of them were right. We're, like, none of them we agreed on. I, like, I, right. I want to, like, introduce a segment to this podcast, which is, like, the worst band names that you didn't use. Like oh, the I was in a band names. called Fatal Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Chronic Sunset. Oh, so that was my metalcore band. Really in, 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 in high school, I really wanted to have a band that mentioned Icarus in the name somehow. I didn't know any, like, I didn't know, like, there's some band like Fall of Icarus or something. Oh, that, Icarus the Owl fucking rips. It was, there's enough out there that <laughs> every single there. variation of something, something Icarus was yeah. already taken by someone. And I was like, damn, I never like going around the internet yeah. when I was like 15 years old. You think you're like, super smart and deep. I was like, Trials of Icarus. I'm like, what, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, taking Property was probably one of my oh, worst boy. ones too. But we don't like to talk about Taking bu- Property too much. Oh boy. Um, I had one in high school called Dunderfront. That was a classic. Oh, Nothing okay. to do with Dunder Mifflin, but everyone was always like, Mifflin, right? I had a band so, called Vice I, I Versa. I've never made that connection until right now. <laughs> Vice Versa. Vice Versa opened for Afro Man on Black Friday in 2017. <laughs> oh, that was a highlight of my career. That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted, I remember, I've always wanted a band called Burnt Root because there's this lake up in Ontario um, that I've done like some canoe trips at uh, or come across on canoe trips that I just love this place. And I'm like, I've always wanted to name something after it. I remember back when we were like, uh, 
drafting band names. We were like, that was tossed in the mix. And uh, someone was like, we can only call it Burnt Root if we make it stuff like Burnt, like, Burr Park. I was like, it's a whole different place. Like Burr Park. That's a whole different place. Oh. Burnt. Burnt. Then they'll think you're a Swedish band or something. Yikes. Put the dots. I've I've often wanted to put the the dots above the E in tequila, dear. You sound so cultured right now. What was, uh, do you remember that Diary of a Limpy Kid book? What was the older brother's band name? Because he had the diaper. Yeah, loaded diaper with like the, um, Accident O, not my Rodney. There's this kid, like, in my when I was in high school, these two kids that were insanely good at guitar. Like, they did their talent show playing, like, harmonizing guitar solos of, like, Backcountry by Avenged Sevenfold. Like, but they were, they were prodigies nice. at guitar. But they had, like, no real creativity. Mm-hmm. And, like, they named their band Surviving Third, <laughs> which made no sense what at all. And, like, their logo was, like, said Surviving and then said One, Two, Third. <laughs> surviving Third Grade. Surviving Third, dude. One of the best. Oh, then Tough Handy. Of my life. I, love, I love bar band names. Like, yeah. when you play the Drunken Show, and you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> shout out Dirty yeah. Wanda. Dirty Wanda. That's like the second Church Street booking show ever. We had this band called Dirty Wanda. It was like, all, like way older they were like 65, too. and all they want to talk about was shotgun and beers and kissing girls. Oh, dude. It was like, like, her name is Stacy, but I love my booze more. <laughs> <laughs> it was true, genuine dad. Dirty Wanda. They had the eye makeup on, one dude dressed up as Slash. The other guy said, like, he rolled out the retirement home. Of course, this was at what? This was at uh, Hot Rocks. So, you know. That's fucking yeah. Amazing, dude. That's Rigs of Dad on steroids. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was interesting. How many of them had line six amps, dude? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, even the drummer. Even the drummer. <laughs> even the drummer. <laughs> Definitely have Marshall fridges in their basement. Oh, by far. Yeah, like, 100%. I remember the bass. They all live in the same basement, Looking too. at me, like, being like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me up, bro? <laughs> can you guys hear me if I'm drinking my beer at the same time as singing? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Can I get a hot coffee? Before I forget, I need to take a photo of you, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to sit. I don't know what to do my, yeah. my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Just put them around Should your. Should we look face. at the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Look hard as fuck, dude. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what I'm my face dropped so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was smiling big and just. Was- I couldn't stop smiling, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Church Street Booking. Let's yeah. talk about that. Church Street Booking. How did that, how does, are you guys all involved in that, or is it just. That's my baby. Ty, yeah. yeah, it's me and uh, my good friend Josh Cowdery from US Joy Life. We we didn't start it together. I started it back in 2016 with some high school friends, Ali Strunk and Jake Malik. And uh, we had our very first show called Spookfest uh, back in 2016 at my house in Roseville. And it was the Doozers. was our very first, like, headlining band. Uh, Get yeah. Tall, uh, The Real Propaganda, my old band, Home Remedy. And uh, I don't even remember the other band that was on it. But I think Ryan Hines. I think he was a SoundCloud yeah. rapper, Ryan Hines, yeah. And then from there, I just started booking really bad bar shows at a place called Hot Rocks and Warren. Yeah. Really, really bad times. Like nobody you, ever showed up. Stole our money. How did you get money. your start, though? As far as like, uh, what what was the the steps that led up to you thinking like, oh, I, I'm I'm capable of booking. You must have booked some shows before you had like Church Street booking as a name. Actually, or- no. I, I was in a high school band, you know, taking property with my friend Ali Strunk that started the company with me, and it was on a house called Church Street, so it was like okay. Church Street booking. And then the band was asked, and we were like, okay, well, let's figure something else yeah. out. We're like, well, we know a lot of talented musicians that okay. aren't getting a lot of good shows, and there's not a lot of venues that are booking, so we're like, okay, well, let's just do it for them for free, because we want to go to better shows. I love that, yeah, that ingenuity, shows. man. Like, right, yeah, it was just so like, many different people I want to go to shows, and there weren't any, so, yeah. in my area, at least. And then I moved out to Ypsilanti, and hooked up with Spencer and Ty, mm-hmm. and started making more friends at the mm-hmm. Late Station, and... Yeah. I mean, I formed a lot of good friendships through Church Street Booking, and now we're having our third anniversary for Great Pumpkin Fest on yep. October 5th. Saw that. And that's our 15-band show, which is going to be amazing. Yeah, that looks like oh, yeah. a lot of fun. That's yeah. at Planet it's, Ant, right? Yep, it's at Planet Ant and Ghost Light, so we have two stages running. Oh, sick. So uh, there's a 10-minute overlap of each band, so people can you know catch every set that they want to, just yeah. maybe not the whole thing. You know, We have a lot of bands on there that are all really good, so it's right. kind of like... 
make up your mind on and that I, one. I will come to that as long as I don't work. Yeah, I'll well, it runs from uh, doors are at seven, music starts at seven thirty, and music's out at seven or twelve thirty a.m. Okay, that's when we're done yeah. with it. And I'm uh, notoriously a baby about uh, podcasting events. I never make it to the end, but <laughs> <laughs> I never make it. Dude. I don't know if like, I'll even make it to the end. I, just, this one. I might just, I hand just get the enough keys content. Like, for like, hey, we're on. Like, yeah. See you later. He's going to make it. It's like 59 seconds. We'll start clean like, up at 9 p.m. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, dude, I just get enough content for an episode. I'm like, uh, You're like that's uh, I'll be back to that sweet, sweet content. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. I'm just an old man, you know? I'm just kind of a baby. Mm-hmm. I dig it, I dig it. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I feel like, and you guys are listeners, I'm not a listener. Uh, maybe you can speak to this, but I feel like there's only so much a listener can take of the of the types of episodes where it's just stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. A lot of times, like, a lot of times I'll listen to, like, uh, I, I like popping the episodes, like episodes on when I'm, like, driving a lot yeah. or something. I get sick of, like, listening to the same music over and over again. For sure, dude. Um, and, but I'll, I'll usually listen to, like, uh, like sitting through uh, bands. I want to listen to more with bands I don't know, kind of. Because yeah. most of what I, I listen to is I see, like, my friends. I'm like, oh, hey, Colin's yeah. on here again. Like, I'll listen to I'm Colin getting into more of that now, too. Yeah, I'm telling. I'll tell you some things I got coming up. So like, I've been slowly putting together like a touring band special episode where it's like a a bunch of touring bands on one episode (laughs) for like ten minutes. Oh, that's awesome. That's all that I'm doing. I'm putting together, and then I'm also doing. uh, Anytime I go out of town, I'm not doing it for Riot Fest, unfortunately. Mm. But like, I'm going to New York the week after, and I'm going to be interviewing this band Atlas Engine from Brooklyn. And so like, whenever I leave town. I'm going to try and like post on DIY tour postings like hey I'm going to be yeah. in this area if you if you want your band to be interviewed then come on out you know like let's let's hook up and like right. you know and then I got Halogens from New Jersey oh, they're right coming on. to play they're with so No Fun good. Club they're coming to so good yeah I'm I'm, I'm stoked so I've been uh, you know I've been thinking that same thing like I've been anticipating that that's how people felt like everybody knows everybody but I want like I want to start exposing now that I have like a decent listening base at least I want to start exposing the touring bands to the people who actually listen. I, th- I think that's a good idea to do in like chunks like that and group them together in episodes too. Cause it's like, especially the longer episode, like I will gladly go listen to like an episode, like for 50 minutes of like a friend of mine, like, talking. Yeah. like I yeah. just listened to, uh, I love that. Uh, I just listened to, uh, the, um, the BDP episode. Yeah. Little bone bastard dream pussy. Best band name in the world. Yeah. I, thought, I thought for a while that tequila one of the best beer, bands. In the I world, thought tequila okay. beer would be the like most like out there band name that we'd run into usually. Yeah, on most bills would be like, oh, this is gonna be like the weirdest fucking band name on here. No one's stupid enough to call a band this dumb. Like, yeah, but uh, I put in like the episode description like and the award for band name least I'm least likely to say out loud to my parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's what, and then I came across that name. I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> like this is perfect. I can uh, say Hades my parents cool are a big though. fan of Tequila Deer too. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, same. <laughs> same. But um, weed punk, know. what's that? <laughs> oh my goodness, heroin oh, deer, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the, the joke that never gets old. People saying like, oh, "I love whiskey moose." Yeah, <laughs> like whiskey whatever moose. other variation. <laughs> like, vodka caribou. Vodka uh, caribou. <laughs> The opportunities are endless. It's nice though, you know, when you Google it, no one else comes we up. We should change it to the boozy bears. Absent the, boozy bears. <laughs> the boozy bears is the new one. The boozy bears. I don't even drink that much. I think it's always so funny. It's like, uh, oh, I don't know. Boozy bears. I, was, I always feel really weird too having a. Uh, it rolls off the tongue. Having tequila in the name, thinking about boozy like. Uh, I don't know, just like, oh, clothes. like, what if someone's not trying to, like, be reminded of alcohol? Right. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Oh, dude, that's, I feel like you're over, overcorrecting there. You're, like, being oversensitive. I don't think you need to worry about that. I think, like, if someone has that big of a problem with alcohol, yeah, th- th- that, that hearing the word tequila no, is going to be like, a trigger. No, the band's called Tequila Deer. Yeah. And then, and then someone who's, like, in PETA or something, they're yeah, going to not like, like that. Like, there's no winning. Yeah, yeah. I going to get honest, but, like, uh, in a... I don't know, it's so funny, too, because people are always like, oh, it's like a joke, right? Like, to kill a deer? And I'm yeah. like, no, it's way stupider than that. It is so much stupid. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you it's don't way even really want to know. Oh, yeah. We'll just run with it. That's yeah, like, like I, someone saying to, to kill a deer, I'm like, you're actually smarter than me. Dude. Yeah, like, that was, I wish I came up with that. Five dude. steps ahead of them. Yeah. Have you guys gone on tour at all? 
Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> the laugh immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically Tyler was on the tour with us, but Tyler, this was like two years ago. It took me like seven Tyler months to book eight Gilead. dates. Oh my goodness! Yeah, oh my so oh I met Lord. Tyler that night that we played with the, the band of uh, Dirty Wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those sixty-year-old oh! dad rockers. So it was that night. Tequila Deer was on that show, and I'm pretty sure that was also. The first show that we played as a three-piece that I mentioned earlier were... Uh, was it the first one? Yeah, it was. The first or second, because um, that was right around New Year's of 2016 going to 17. I remember I meeting you guys, yeah, and you're like, yeah, we're going to play as a three-piece, and we don't know what's going to happen, but like... <laughs> it worked. Get it ready, worked. and I... We covered, uh... Might have left. Sugar. We covered downtown. <laughs> might have been yeah, outside smoking. Yeah, you your dad called you or something. But anyways, I met Tyler outside, um, just like smoking a cigarette. And at yeah. the time, you were just chatting about having, uh, the real propaganda. You were booking them a tour. Um, and you needed another band for it. And so I was like, hell yeah, I want a tour. Like, I had just yeah. dropped out at Eastern, so I was like taking some time off to work, but mostly just... Oh, Meanwhile, I'd so only booked yeah. two shows at that point. Yeah, so I booked huh. two shows at the at the Ritz, so I was like, I'm I'm tough shit, so I can book a two. <laughs> yeah, seven right. months later, I'm like, I'm at the got twenty point. bucks in my I'm pocket. Like, and I'm like, Shh. I'm like, we played right. like four shows, we can go on tour. And this is now I look back, I'm like, what were you doing? That's hilarious, but, <laughs> bad idea. But it, it wasn't that. It was so. It was fun. so fun. It was a lot of fun. So we got our um, got our U.S. along that because I I was like, oh wait, um. I know these guys in USU Joy Life, and Tyler was also like a fan of them, so we were like, we should get them on this. Yeah, I went. I, I met Andrew through school. Yeah, so that was a good time. It was so funny. I met Andrew through Yikyak. Their <laughs> Yik their Yik. basis wound up uh, not being able to like get out of work like right before leaving for tour, and so I was like, oh hell yeah, like I can learn all these bass parts and like do double duty, and it was it's been a lot of fun filling in with them, just like uh, on bass, just because it's like one of my favorite local bands and I could just yeah. play bass. Like you were talking with Haley about like, uh, like playing in other people's bands yeah. versus playing in your own band yeah. and how it's so much, you can have like, like more, so almost more fun playing. It's so rewarding. That same with a uh, ship and sail. I've been playing some trumpet parts with them and, uh, they, it's really fun. Cause I love calling songwriting, but it's like not the same style of music. Like in a, yeah. if I started, 20 bands, none of them would sound anything like that. Right, right, right. They'd probably all be fucking emo bands. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. Tequila Deer. I've only been at Tequila Deer for like a month. Mm. Oh, really? Like, I've been following them for a couple of years, booking shows and stuff. Yeah. It's but like, so fun. You know the music. Yeah, I, I, knew, I knew the music already, and now it's kind of nice to be able to write some of the new stuff for oh, the new EP yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. been... Tyler's been playing with us um, like for shows. about... Luther Fest was Tyler's first show with us. Yeah. So, um, that was intense. Oh, it was so much. Fun. That was really sweaty. Yeah, it was so <laughs> my shirt was just like it was. Fell it was a bummer the night before that. Uh, the power went out like that. But then yeah, Marcy let her I, I wasn't there for that. that Shout night. out American Spirits for being just lovely people. Also Russ and Beast, but um, oh, we'll miss like, them. Like, they drove all the way uh, out there, and then the power wound up going out. And yeah, so nobody was able to play, and I just remember being there with Connor and like a drum circle forming. In uh, the Luther Fest, like that's in so, the dark, like all the lights are out, you know. And yeah. I was sitting in the living room there, just like pounding like on drum circle. And I was like, oh, whose drums are that? And I was like, <laughs> like oh shit, those are my why? drums. <laughs> like, oh great guys, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna have to break this up. <laughs> right. And then oh, they started, it was so much fun. With a guitar. But, of course, uh, a drum I mean, circle has no to fucking. Handles. It was such a like, co-op, dude. Yeah, you get yeah. in Ann Arbor, there's yeah. gonna be a yeah. drum circle. That has to be like, hey guys, time to be cliche. But it's like fun. I'm sure it's fun. You know, right. it's cliche Yo, yeah. for reasons. People get always... some jungle juice in you. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely nice though. Now that like Tyler's on board, because I feel like we were sort of like Tequila Deer was like in limbo for a little while. We had a drummer that we parted ways with uh, last summer, and so we had a uh, Topher from uh, USC Joy Life filling in. So it was oh, like, oh, you guys oh, are going to okay. steal me as a bassist. We're just going to steal Topher as a drummer for a little while. Um, but uh, and he was filling in for a little while, and we had a lot of fun. But we were like, uh, I think our focuses were just all kind of on other projects for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because we didn't have, we just didn't have like our own drummer, um, and so it was like. Now that we are actually able to like just sit down and get new stuff pumped out, it's like Yeah, that's cool. I remember I met you, Tyler, at uh do you remember meeting me? It was uh at Late Station. When 
it was okay it was it was uh dog leg bad tv california cousins yeah 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 and i remember tequila deer and i was like oh shit and that's when i was in i had a band called great neptune that like i had just started mm. I well i didn't start it i joined oh, them i remember yeah. that baby. i was a singer yeah oh god yeah and like they i found those guys on craigslist and then we we like they didn't have a name <laughs> the best place yeah 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 and that was that was my hey, introduction into this whole scene dude that's actually a great idea i need more projects if anybody needs a studio drummer <laughs> i'm on craigslist but yeah like it was it uh i was like i think tequila deer that's sweet and then you were telling me how like uh it's like blind pig like enjoyed booking or whatever because it's easy to get booked there because like the just because of the sales. name oh yeah. yeah 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 all the bars always have like tequila yeah. shot specials and stuff yep oh yeah my that's God. tight west cross station i i think they might be doing shows again but i i know they, they have, don't like, even have a transition a ownership I, yeah so open. it's been like spotty as a venue uh for the last few months but for a while they had like pretty consistent shows going on there what about ziggy's you ever booked there um, they don't want to do yeah, anything never, like what we would yeah, it's do. a lot yeah. of like hip hop showcases that work well there. Oh, then they okay. really like funk, yeah, uh, house music. Yeah. But like the punk emo stuff, or like sort of like I don't know, some of the bands in like it kind of belongs in. It's like a cute too. coffee shop, like the way I look at it, and it's like I don't really see them wanting yeah anybody yeah. under the age of twenty one. They're like because you yeah. know a lot of people in the DIY scene still are like. There's a lot of yeah, it's weird. It's a lot of college kids. Like, yeah. there's people that I'm like, oh, you're, I don't know, 19, and then the other person I'm like, oh, so you're like what 20? And they're like, no, I'm 26. And I'm like, yeah, right on. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it dude, it's never weird. know anybody's age. I noticed that at Swordfest, it's awesome, actually. It was yeah, it's kind of cool. Like at Swordfest, I noticed though some kid that like there was his mom, Whoa. and I, I realized like, awesome. oh shit, like I forgot that this reached. Like, this music reached more than just, like, our friends. Right, yeah. You know, like, like, people have little siblings and stuff that can stumble upon, upon merch and just yeah. look up. Did and, you catch a Annie Ghost set? At, yeah, uh, I did. So the beginning there with the old lady. Yeah, she's oh, like a hammered drunk, dude. I didn't talk to them about that. I should have yeah. fucking talked to them oh, about God. that. Oh, I Fuck, dude. That was so funny. We had to deal with her yeah. outside the venue, me and Connor and my girlfriend, and that was just a trip. Yeah, she was, she was a trip. She's looking for a biker bar. She's a rocker. She said we were through, through, man. That was we couldn't find them. one of the wow. fun. Like, there's so many times I feel like since I, especially since like moving out of my parents' house in general, that I've found where life is just a fucking sitcom. And it's like, is this really happening right now? Or is especially like, an, an episode of some sitcom? Oh, it's real, baby. Time just moves weird yeah, in Ypsilanti. It's, like it's just all show. of a sudden fast. You're like. Oh, I, shit, it's I like be... September already once. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I was just at stuff, like... Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trust me, dude, for my job, I see all parts of Ipsy on, oh, a, regu- on, a, on a regular basis, <laughs> man. Crazy, like... So, it's... It's so weird to me to think about Ypsilanti versus Ann Arbor, too. And, like, a 15-minute yeah. drive is just a complete change and just, like... Yeah. I don't know, just, like, social and economic... It's a big word to use right now. Socioeconomic. When I think Ann Arbor, I think red solo cups. Because that's yeah. all I see anywhere in Ann Arbor is red during, solo cups. During, like, yeah, if you're on campus, dude. Especially yeah. during just football drive season. Right down yeah. Washington, right. Yeah, I don't I really like delivery drive in Ann Arbor too, Tay. Yeah, I've really been spending more time like in like the West Side, and, like Carytown and like like Main Street area. Yeah, it's I nice really, over there. I really like that. Really nice. And I'm also like 28, so I don't really go to the fucking college yeah, bars college anymore. Bar. Right. I don't go relive my glory days. Like I got that out of my system when I went to you U of M. Drink at a bar now, so you don't really need to drink at a house. Just go yeah. to the new barcade that's opening up in FC. That was the weird thing too. That's like a that's a thing that's popping up in a Bobcat lot of cities. Bobcat Bonnie's opens in like a couple months. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's like a huge barcade. I know that's a Detroit like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a chain from Detroit. Well, it's it's like where Bonacera is. Yeah, like a Hopcat sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm wondering too if they're gonna do because uh, Bonacera has had uh, done shows before, but usually it's again, so expensive it's to book real- there. I've mm-hmm. looked into mm-hmm. it. What about tap. Right? Not only that too, it's been like kind of like yeah. very much like the older bar band. Yeah, right? same like, with the tap room. I feel like the tap room is the same thing. Yeah. So we could so. we could talk about Ipsy all fucking day, but I want to keep this topical mm-hmm. for the podcast. So uh, one thing I wanted to like ask, I've been trying to ask more bands is like. 
the songwriting process. I've been slipping up about that, but like for you guys, like what is what is the process when you go to write a song? Ty locks himself in his bedroom, <laughs> doesn't talk to us for a week, and then he's yeah. like, "Guys, guys, guys, listen, I have a notebook full of songs." Yeah, and then this is how they're gonna go, and then we usually are just like, "Okay, well, it's gonna go this way too," and then Ty's like, "Okay, cool," and then yeah. we, and then we just jam, and then mm-hmm. it works. So you, so you, Tyler, you, you kind of write. I try, right? I, I try to, I like to coin myself as a singer-songwriter instead of just the oh. guitarist. Oh, just a second. My buddy Carl is here, so I have to go let him in. He's, we're going to Riot Fest, so. Oh, you guys yeah. can keep Riot Fest is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited yeah. for Riot Fest, but yeah. I don't know. Should we talk about anything while you're gone? This is this like, is Tyler Burkhardt on the invite. I'm taking over here. Great uh, pumpkin <laughs> We're gonna plug all these great. Definitely have the great pumpkin fest. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna shout out the line. If you come to great pumpkin fest, yeah. let me know though, because there's a question. Dog leg is my favorite band of all time, and it should be yours too. So we got dog leg. Dog leg, convenient trash, teaminade, yeah. the doozers. You asked you joy life, summer brews, Annie Ghost, Sea Home, No Fun Club, Ship and Sail, Full Band, Bombastic Dream Pussy, Tequila Deer, Doge, Coral, Coral Reef, and Pink Sky. Oh, Ship and Sail is full band. Oh yeah, come oh, on yeah, now, Colin's gonna get up there and rip the gig. But yeah, tickets are thirteen dollars. Doors are at seven p.m. Uh, we're gonna be done at twelve thirty, so you're not gonna be there super late. There's I'll a bar, costume contest. Probably, so the winner gets a piece of merch from every band on the line. Uh, ooh. And uh, there's tickets online at planetant.org. They are a nonprofit organizations, so go ahead and donate so we can keep doing cool shows there. We're gonna do some ASMR now. <laughs> I could be. Anybody got any like? Anything? What is Ty? You listen to actually ASMR, don't you? Yeah, here. Because I hear the podcast. I hear something playing on your phone speakers. Oh yeah, some the ASMR. Oh, we started some ASMR sessions. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, tequila deer ASMR. Ty listens to that stuff to sleep. Literally, it works. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> oh my God! I, Did you go to college? I, I, I high five, bro. Almost. Oh, most of it. Most of drop out. Most of the way. Uh, hey, hey, not not quite. Shh. Hey, shout I, out to my mom. I love you. Shout out to my mom. Yeah, let's go with shout out. Shout out to the Skelly family. Shout out to for cooking. Shout out to Out of This World Booking. Out of this world. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if we shout out Pat Ray, but actually, just a laughing. Did yeah. I, t- I tell everybody I love dog leg? One time, I saw Pat Ray jump through somebody's window. Ah, <laughs> I believe I. Oh, oh. I got a video on my phone of Pat Ray being iced. Oh boy. I think my and favorite, I got a I think video my favorite of, area of Pat Ray is a shotgun LaCroix. Some show. Yeah, oh god, shotgunning LaCroix outside of There was like a bunch of people. That was outside Big Blue House. I was gonna right. say, I remember sitting outside of uh, some show downtown in Arbor and we called, he's, he started covering a, a Summer Breeze song and we called Mike and like sang it at the top of our lungs over the phone bill. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna edit all that out. No, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> You might as well. So we'll listen to it, see what's worth keeping. <laughs> no, I don't ever edit anything out. Back. I don't edit shit out, dude. Oh, great! It's raw. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to leave. Oh, yeah. Raw dog in this park. So you're you... gonna get a call from my lawyer. Wait, I, did I say I spoke weed, mom? I swear I was kidding. Your mom doesn't listen to this, dude. I hope not. <laughs> we listen to it together. I'm gonna send it to you. Uh, that's uh, it, your mom joke. Hey. Six. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was alive, man. <laughs> those are my those are my peak years, dude. Oh boy. Yeah, we're, dude. We're talking about a. Uh, had no girlfriend, man. I was killing it. Killing All right, yeah, songwriter. So you, you. I do like write. You singer songwriter, yeah. I, but I also I love contribution. I don't like. I, I like have not having all the creative control when it comes to the songwriting process. Yeah. I want everyone's input because like I feel like as a band, I, I like putting most of it together, but then I'll put it on the table and be like, okay, yeah. if you think mm-hmm. this needs to go here and this should change up, let me know. Yeah. I'll work with you. We can figure this out. I want to make this as perfect as you could think, because I'm, I'm, I'm basically just trying to be like my favorite band. Yeah. My yeah. favorite band. Yeah. But I also like, I'm 
I got I gotta have I'm having some help with some good friends here. That makes sense. Make sure we're doing it right. Yeah, a lot of times it'll Playing be the like, cards right. Yeah, like, I will have like a struck like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Like this new, and then new, I'll be new like, one. Hey, wait a Ooh. second, because a lot of times when I write too is I'll write very much. I mean, and that's not to say that it won't be like full songs, but a lot of times it will just wind up being like I write a verse, and yeah, a guitar, ri- or like I don't even think of it like verse. I just like I write, a, yeah, dude, some guitar parts with lyrics, parts and I have and it shit. as like this like two minute chunk, and it just yeah. sort of sits there. And sometimes I mush those two minute chunks together with other minute long chunks, and it works out like that. Okay. And other times it'll be like Kai will come to us with like uh, some verse and chorus, like you know, like the struck like skeleton kind of of the song, yeah, to start off, and I'll be like. Oh, this works yeah, with all these chunks in here. Yeah. And then, like, we'll be like, I'll be like, oh, let's grab this, like, poem from, like, some notebook I have when I was, like, 17 or something and throw that on as the lyrics. So it's, like, a nice, like, very, like, collaborative process, especially with the new stuff, too. I think that having the new, like, drumming style input sort of is taking a different And the trumpet. Yeah, the yeah. trumpet, too. Gosh. We love to go. Wait, 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 wait. Is this, is this mom jeans? <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. <laughs> is this mom? <laughs> like, try and double check, make sure no one. We're not. Yeah, like. The trump, shit, the is this mineral? I like being. I would love to sound more like Mineral Always. I well, maybe I should just start a Mineral cover band. You know, you should probably just do that. You won't stop talking about them, dude. No. <laughs> so there was one Spencer was drunk at two in the morning. And decided <laughs> to tell the Domino's delivery guy, uh, <laughs> Mineral's his favorite band, and you should listen to. <laughs> oh god yeah he said he likes Poor my guy. band because they're not you know, I have to listen to them now you just want to get internally sad this <laughs> the parking lot the Ben parking lot party guys. I think like speaking to what you were saying like you wanting contributions from your band members and stuff like yeah I'm not very good at that but like I've come to this compromise with, with in my mind at least where well one I can't play drums so I need to collaborate with a drummer but like so I'm gonna make the record exactly how I want it. Like I'm just it's just gonna be me and the drummer. Like I'm gonna do all the guitars, the bass, the vocals and all that. Okay. But then for the live show, I'll I'll give I'm gonna basically give the band the record that I made and be like, All right, give me your best interpretation of this. Like what Ooh, do you think yeah. for, for the live shows? So that the live show and the record won't be the same. Nice. You know what I mean? I like that. songs might even get mixed around a little bit. That was one of my favorite things about uh, um, Complainer, rest in peace, was that it was like a rotating cast of members all the time. Yeah, it, it was so I got I was lucky enough to be able to like play with them at a uh, like Bloodfest and Stoopfest, but uh, oh, that's that, was, tight. that was a blast. But uh, it was so fun to me, like thinking like probably saw them play, you know, a handful like maybe up to like. Like, seriously, a like little bit less times. than a dozen, like probably ten. I've probably a seen Complainer about ten, times. and it was always a different show. You know, it was always a different band, or like for the most part, there'd be a couple shows like yeah. where it'd be the same lineup, but it was always something different going on, and I loved that idea so much. Like I've always kind of wanted to have the idea of like a uh, very collaborative process like that. Have the fans write We're our not songs. just playing music. I want to put out well because I think show. Right, I think the right. show should be different than the like record like. The recorded track and stuff. Like I, yeah. I think about that too. In like um, a lot of like uh, like when it comes to like stage energy and stuff. Um, yeah. Like I mean, I think that it's very easy to be like really self-critical of your parts during a show. Yeah. There'll be something that nobody else will know that you play differently. Oh, dude, but you're yeah. like, oh god, this was like so slightly differently, or I like positioned my fingers wrong or something. Even though it could sound absolutely yeah. like fine to anybody else perceptively you know yeah um and so like it's really easy to get caught up in that i think back to when i was like uh i went to eastern for a little while for their uh their music education program and their music school was uh like um just really heavily involved kind of uh just like any college music program you know yeah and so back then when I, i was playing just trumpet at the time that was right around the time that i met ty and started picking up the bass but it was always really weird to me to think about how you know, at the time, playing, like, trumpet in school was, like, um, it was almost like if you think of playing music as, like, uh, like, spanning from, like, uh, arithmetic, you know, and, like, sort of just okay. the technical side of it, you know? Yeah. And towards the creative side of it. There's this idea that Nietzsche has that I like to sort of use it to relate to where he talks about, like, Apollo and Dionysus, right? And Apollo is, um, you know, like pure, like perfect uh, art where everything is logical okay. and in line, kind of. Whereas Dionysus is just chaos. drunken rage, you know, yeah. and <laughs> catharsis. 
Uh, catharsis is the big word, I think, too, that I try and think about. And I always, like... I remember it being very, like, surreal, too, when I was first... When we were yeah. first playing music. Because I would literally be, like... You know, 3 o'clock, I have symphonic band practice. And then, like, pack up my trumpet and grab the bass to get over, like... For, like, a 6 o'clock, like, punk band practice where we're playing a bunch of, like, Blink-182 covers. <laughs> and it's, like, very opposite ends of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that there has to be both... Finding the balance between, like, the the technical side and, like, the more, Mm -hmm. like, passionate side, I guess. And so when it comes to live shows, I try and think that the passion uh, is sort of what... Probably uh, more important than, like, Is more important, especially when you're playing in, like, some basement where nobody can hear you right anyways, like... uh, Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. I I would rather go as hard as I can. It's all more more about, like, conveying a feeling, conveying a certain energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than it is, like having every note be completely on and another thing too like i when it comes to live shows i i physically can't i don't know about you i physically can't play more than one guitar at a time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so like and if but uh, so on the record i can play everything except for the drums but doing it live i can't do all those things so i want the people who are playing it to not feel like they have to play what exactly i wrote i want them to feel like they can play some their interpretation yeah, of it and that way they'll get more into it too because mm-hmm. they're doing what they want to do rather yeah, than what i'm telling them to do i think right. any person too like uh i think the goal with any instrument in general is to get your point self to the point where you are singing through your instrument you know because when yeah. you go if you're sitting in the car and a song you like comes on and you start singing along you don't sit there and think like am i hitting this like how do I need to like you know make my right, vocal cords right, right, right. you know hit this note right? But if you like you know a lot of people when they start playing an instrument they're like oh I need to make sure like my embouchure is exactly right on this sax note right. or whatever you know clarinet days um, dude like yeah you gotta like get your tone perfect and you gotta yeah. have you have all these things running through your head that are kind of roadblocks in between just singing through the instrument and that's yeah. that's my goal with like personal like practicing on like technical skills and stuff is always for that reason of um trying to just have sort of just like like it's a tool that you're using to sort of make an extension of your mind basically yeah Um, like the best shows i've ever had are the ones where like i should kind of like shut down the frontal lobe mm -hmm. you know it's like when you're not having a lot of technical thinking and you're just like you know, sometimes aided with like a, a makers and on rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, a like, couple, a couple, you get right in the, a couple drinks. Yeah, right in yeah, the not too much though. Yeah, yeah. Like you want to be where, where you still have an zone. element of control. You I know also find mean? that the like you need to keep your your chakras balanced, and that if you smoke <laughs> a little bit of weed, <laughs> like a beer, or if you feel like you've had too much to drink, you like just smoke a little bit, like level it out, yeah. keep your chakras together. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, more than just a little bit of anything will just put me in a place where I just can't do it anymore, though. Yeah. I think, though, that it really relates back to what I was saying earlier, too, about um, sort of wanting people to be able to lose themselves in some way in your music. And yeah. I think the, that best happens when, that you, yeah, when you actually lose exactly yourself. Exactly what any, any, like, yeah, our cool. single, our latest, so right now on Spotify, I guess sort of to, if you go through the... Uh, oh, yeah, de- uh, speaking of... Plug all your Spotify stuff. Yeah, so we that's what I was, we, soon, we got yeah. everything on like Spotify, Apple Music, all that jazz, and Tequila Deer, as YouTube, well as all the social media you think of, except I don't think we have a Snapchat. Um, but anyways, we the stuff we've got <laughs> out there, WhatsApp. consider this. <laughs> chat with us. But consider this a rental was our first EP that was released back in 2017. Um, and that was, at this point, I would, so there was a lot of pressure, I think, on us like I felt like we really needed to get music out, so we recorded that ourselves, yeah. uh, just like up in what is now my bedroom, literally, mm-hmm. uh, and at our house over in Washna. Um, room a little bigger than this. Yeah, yeah, and so we just completely recorded that ourselves, and it was kind of like you know, we all kind of knew what we were doing, but none of us had recorded before, so it was yeah. kind of like uh, the collaboration of like the four people that comprised Tequila Deer at that point. Um, just working together to kind of make this like DIY recording, which yeah. this is also though, before we even knew that like DIY was a thing. We were yeah. just like, yeah. Oh, like we don't, you know, we're all broke and can't afford to go record with anyone. So like, we're just going to do this ourselves. And yeah, we start, like yeah, yeah. playing shows around the area and like, Oh wait, I'm everybody doing does that doing this. Okay. Um, so yeah, those now, like, uh, I don't know, I think we definitely could go for a remastering on those. A lot of times, like a listen back and the mix like doesn't, 
I'm like, don't like how it sounds, but it, you could, but at this, you should just keep making, like keep doing. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Well, that's, that's yeah. the plan here. Um, like at the same time, it's like, you know, the goal of that was to get some music out. So we were yeah. able to start uh, booking shows and uh, like building People ourselves. People listen and be like, okay. Yeah. yeah Somehow exactly. I've managed it's, to it's, like book shows without having anything Which out. is crazy. <laughs> I mean, we were doing that with a Barcelona for a little bit. And it was like, I, it's, it's difficult, you know, because you can't really yeah. give them an idea of what they're going to have. Yeah. But um, anyways, we had that EP out. And then the next summer we released a single um, anything, which is kind mm-hmm. of a step in a different that first ep was back you know at the time when we were working on that ep and most of that ep was songs that ty had written previous to starting the band they got a pretty i think pop punk alternative yeah at okay. that time we would all still room. be like oh i love like some 41 and blink 82 dude yeah hey i got the some 41 tattoo. <laughs> oh dang dude <laughs> yeah i have a knuckle puck tattoo <laughs> okay oh, all right it's okay. I, at least I have a tequila dude tattoo. Um, <laughs> you was, actually do have a tequila dude tattoo. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna join that club soon. Done on our kitchen uh, table. Oh, that's sweet. I got this the same day. Shout out, Andy. <laughs> Definitely like the trio of prison oh, tattoos yeah. right here. Right? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, no. Mine was in a flea market <laughs> in Orlando. Come on. <laughs> that well, that first EP is uh, a little bit more like the pop punk song, and I think. We've kind of taken things more on like uh, I always hate saying the word emo. Ah! It's scripted for oh, genre. sorry. I just always yeah, I know. I hate say it. it as a descriptive for genre because it means something different to every single different person. Yeah. Um, but post punk black veil brides. No, no, because post punk oh, means geez. something different to every single different person. It's not really a post punk thing, even though it is genre post, classifications post are always you know it is what came after listening to a bunch of punk. Exactly what you think tequila deer sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somewhere between like weed punk and like mineral. Let's bring mineral up. If the, the song you we recorded was a little softer, that's tequila deer. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, I think I think bad. anything is kind of a really good reflection too, because I I took a lot of time. <laughs> that song came. One week since you looked him. <laughs> that that single came really. Uh, like naturally um just like i think we wrote i think i wrote the lyrics of that song in like 15 minutes and we just like gunned it and it's still to this day like is my uh like oh, anything because yeah. <laughs> it's perfect to just lose yourself in but um yeah that's that second verse though, too oh yeah it's a it's a great one but um we're kind of kind of taking things in more of that direction mm-hmm. uh okay we've got a new ep ready yet it's gonna be named after some Vonnegut stuff. Oh uh, what? The name was uh, everything, was, everything beautiful. was beautiful and nothing, nothing hurt. hurt. Oh nothing yeah, hurt. Well, Slaughter fucking Slaughterhouse Five. Love that book. I I've knew yeah. for so long. I knew that I just wanted to find some Vonnegut reference as a title. I love Vonnegut. Dude, one time my buddy Cobble pointed out that this girl, she was like posted this photo of her on vacation, and it was just like a nice photo, mm-hmm. and she she posted the caption, "Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt." And I think he commented like, "I don't think you know what book that's from," because like, it's you like, never know, man. It, well, but it's it has nothing to do. Like she totally used right, it wrong. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Well, I love it. It's it's supposed context, to be ironic. And yeah, in the context of the book, it's when he's talking to his wife and she's asking him like, "What was the war like? Was the war terrible?" And he tells yeah. him sometimes complete but in sarcasm. His head, in his head, he thinks like everything was beautiful and nothing hurt, which is, I mean, he like was a prisoner of war and he watched the city of Dresden get destroyed. Yeah. You know? So, it, obviously, it's like a level of, like, irony and satire. That's what I love about yeah. Bonnet's writing. Yeah. Because it's just so big. Cat's and Cradle and Cat's, Cat's Cradle is my jam, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like that, like, uh, it has sort of like that tertiary meaning and there's always like something underneath but yeah. anyway so everything is beautiful and nothing hurt is going to be uh, an ep that we're recording in the next couple months here after great pumpkin fest um it's got some songs ranging back kind of some of the songs are a bit older and then some of them are just brand new still being finished up on uh, the writing process um but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to uh more trumpet music out. Nice. oh yeah more trumpet that, that's another fun sort of element that we sort of discovered like as we started playing shows because I was playing trumpet for school and then doing the punk band stuff at the same time and at one point I was like I, I think I found foxing when I was like, oh, okay. a freshman in the dorms yeah um which I uh, 
fantastic band. Yeah, I love Fox and Good. I getting to play. Uh, I was lucky enough to, with USU Joy Life to play with them uh, back at uh, Fusion's birthday show this year. And oh that yeah. was like one of those like, holy cow! I can't believe I'm playing with this band right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, it'd be nice to have some music out, and I think that people are gonna. I hope people will like it. I well, like it. it's not yeah. exactly like the first EP. Oh, it's, it's not. It's it's like you never want it to be exactly. No, it's exactly. very different. I Especially when know. that first EP was, you know, I was literally 18 years old when we started playing that stuff. You know, so it was like uh, this is like a, a like a sophomore usually sophomore releases usually a sound more mature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one more time, like, because I do have to wrap this up. Well, yeah, of course. If you, if you want uh, to just give, pe- yeah, give people the info about the uh, the Great Pumpkin Fest and everything. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, you plugged the band already. When so. you walked out, I did plug all the bands. Yeah, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, we got it in okay. there. Okay, awesome. It's then. in there. But um, don't forget your costumes, and that's pretty much it. Costumes, costumes fun. Shit. Oh, there's Sweet. a big prize. I go to sleep. Riot Fest. Yeah, Riot Fest. Blink one eighty two. But without Tom, Tom, come get I your band. I know. Fans. I know. Oh god, he's off chasing aliens, dude. Come get your band. He's gone off. He's gonna find them aliens uh, on September twentieth. Well, he's got dude, a history he channel show now. Awesome. He started a history oh channel god. show. It's terrifying. All right, and that's a wrap. Fantastic. If you, you know any local businessmen who local want to sponsor a podcast, hit me up. Yes, fucking Starbucks. Thank you for having us. Yep. Yeah, dude, that was fun. Buy listeners. How long?